Welcome to the sermon podcast of Northridge Presbyterian Church in Dallas, Texas. I'm Betsy Sweetenberg, the pastor here, and I hope that in this podcast, you see what we seek to do week after week, approaching the stories of our faith with a holy curiosity, not shutting the book because the stories are hard or there are truths we'd rather ignore. Instead, approaching scripture, trusting that God will meet us there, full of grace and truth, teaching us something new about how we are to live in this world God so loves. We have been living in the Psalms this summer, which are a unique book in the Old Testament because religion in ancient Israel was mostly corporate. The books of the Old Testament are all about how to live in community. So we read about how God created a nation and how God formed a people. In the Old Testament, individuality is really a matter of belonging to the community. The law of Moses is all about how to live as people of God's community, which is why the Psalms stand out. It is in the Psalms that the person emerges as her own being and not a communal being. These Psalms are personal prayers. The Lord is my shepherd. I lift my eyes to the hills. Psalm 139 that we'll read today is perhaps the best expression of this personal faith. As I read it, I invite you to think about the fact that for the psalmist, everything he'd been taught of faith was tied to the community, how to work in community, how to harvest in community so everyone had something to eat, how to worship in community, how to live in community when there is no work or worship left to do. It's not a bad thing, but just imagine what it must have taken for the psalmist to get to this point. What must have been ignited in the psalmist that led him to write the words we're about to read, which are intensely personal. But before we read, let us pray. Oh God, the psalmist invites us to come and see what you have done. We came this morning because we want to see, we want to hear, we want to hear the stories of our faith and be reminded of your deeds, the way you turned the sea into dry land, the way you rescued and delivered, the way you transformed something as simple as bread and cup. We want to hear the stories again with hopes that maybe this time our hearing will turn to believing that you will do the same for each of us. So open our eyes to see, and our ears to hear, and our hearts to receive. Amen. Listen to these words of Psalm 139, verses 1 through 18, and let us see together what the Spirit is saying to her church this day. O Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know when I sit down and when I rise up. You discern my thoughts from far away. You search out my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all my ways. Even before a word is on my tongue, O Lord, you know it completely. You hem me in behind and before and lay your hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is so high that I cannot attain it. Where can I go from your spirit? 
Or where can I flee from your presence? If I ascend to heaven, you are there. If, my, if I make my bed in Sheol, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and settle at the farthest limits of the sea, even there your hand shall lead me, and your right hand shall hold me fast. If I say, surely the darkness shall cover me, and night wraps itself around me, even the darkness is not dark to you. The night is as bright as the day, for darkness is as light to you. For it was you who formed my inward parts. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works that I know very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was being made in secret, intricately woven in the depths of the earth. Your eyes beheld my unformed substance, In your book were written all the days that were formed for me, when none of them as yet existed. How weighty to me are your thoughts, O God. How vast is the sum of them. I try to count them. They are more than the sand. I come to the end. I am still with you. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I wonder what secrets are living in this sanctuary. Surely, over the years, worshipers, just like you, have walked through these doors hoping that they'll be able to leave their secrets right here so that they'd be a little bit lighter when they walked out. I'm sure there are orphaned secrets among us this morning that we'll never know about. But I do know any of those orphaned secrets are in good company. We all have secrets. I bet you're thinking about the secrets the person next to you might be holding. But I wonder what secrets you came in with this morning. Maybe you came in with dark secrets. Something you did or failed to do that you have never forgiven yourself for a hunger you have difficulty admitting even to yourself, an anger you've numbed for so long you're scared what will happen if it gets stirred, a certainty you've had for a while now that the relationship is over and you're just building the courage to say the words aloud, something that happened to you a long time ago but it's still too painful to speak of. Regrets of broken commitments, broken relationships, misery about work that is beginning to overshadow the accolades and the comforts and the lifestyle it's provided you and your family for so long. Doubts about your worth as a human being. Doubts about the people closest to you. Doubts about God, fear, the fear of death, harder yet, the fear of life. I wonder what secrets are in the sanctuary this morning. We usually assume that secrets are dark, but there are happy secrets too. 
The secrets we hold so tightly, not because we're scared to share them, but because we have no way to adequately share them since they are so precious to us. The love we feel for certain people, some of them we scarcely know, some of them people who may not suspect our love and wouldn't know how to respond to it if they did. A dream you have for yourself that gives you all the ambition and fire you need for your days. The joy of contentment when you feel like the boundary lines of your life have fallen in pleasant places. Or the way your heart leaps at certain things that wouldn't make anybody else so much as turn a hair. The sound of a particular voice on the telephone. A dog-eared book we read as children. The first snow. Salty skin after a day at the beach. The first sign of a bud on a plant that has looked dead for so long. The sight of an old man smoking his pipe on the porch as you drive by. I wonder what secrets are in this sanctuary this morning. I wonder what secrets you carried in here with you. Do they feel at home here? Have you carried your secrets for so long that they follow you around like a little entourage and stay mostly well-behaved? Do your secrets walk in a single-file line and know that they should sit down right next to you in the pew until you grab their hands and tell them it's time to go on to the next thing in your day? Or are your secrets unruly? They haven't really come into their own yet, and so you're trying to figure out how to tame them how to carry them, even though it's like carrying a flailing toddler. Are your secrets suffocating you? Taking all the oxygen so all you can do is wonder whether it will always feel this way, whether life will always be this unmanageable, whether they'll always be so distracting to you. Or maybe your secrets are somewhere in between, mostly well-behaved, but a couple of them still throw tantrums from time to time, usually at the most inopportune moments. I wonder what secrets you brought in with you this morning. How long have you worked to keep your secrets secret? How much time have you spent How much emotion have you exhausted to keep those secrets secret? How much isolation have you allowed from people you love? How much money have you spent? We all have secrets. And we go to great lengths to keep our secrets secret. Because the fear of those we love finding out, the fear of the world finding out, feels too great. What if they think differently of us? What if my secret somehow becomes their secret to deal with? Will I be loved if people know? Do I want to be loved if people know? Will life be easier or harder? How exhausted must the psalmist have been? 
How long do you think he had been lugging his secrets around the fields, watching them pile up his secret harvest? He'd been taught all those years about the community, and yet his days were consumed by avoiding the community for fear of what would happen if they knew. Here's the funny thing about life in community, though. You can't live in community if you fear being known by the community. I have no idea what his secrets were. I have no idea what the moment was that made him collapse under the weight of all he'd been carrying and say that prayer, search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts, for darkness is as light to thee. Pastor Frederick Beekner says, we are our secrets. They are the essence of what makes us ourselves. They are the rich loam out of which, for better or worse, grow the selves by which the world knows us. And if ever we are to be free and whole, we must be free from their darkness and have their spell over us broken. If we are ever to see each other as we fully are, we must see by their light. Search me, O oh God and know my heart, try me, and know my thoughts. I wonder what secrets you brought in here with you this morning. Search me, O oh God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. Isn't that the secret prayer of us all? to be fully known? Isn't that the scariest prayer of all? To know that God does know you fully and love you still? Your frame was not hidden from God when you were being made in secret. It was God who formed your inward parts. It was God who knit you together in your mother's womb. And it is still God who hems in your very life with nail-scarred hands. I don't know what secrets you carried in with you this morning. But I do know this, that there is no need to grow anxious before praying the psalmist's prayer. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me, O God, and know my thoughts for darkness is as light to God, even my darkness and even yours. Thanks be to God. Amen. Go out into God's world in peace. Have courage. Hold on to what is good. Return to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted. Support the weak. Help the suffering, honor all persons, love and serve the Lord, 
rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. And as you go, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the power of the Spirit bless you and keep you this day, and always, always. Amen. <laughs>